Welcome to Generation Podcast, where we have real conversations about how God is working through this generation. My name is Josh Mann, and joining me for the last episode of this series, Samuel Haywood. Guys, how it's, we- been a, it's been a wild ride, hasn't it? It's been crazy. How long know. have we been doing this series for? I was just about to think, I think it was like five months. Yeah, wow. Wow. What a... What a- Great time it's been. It's been a journey. It's been a journey. I feel like I really know you, Josh, man. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's a good thing. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> roast yourself, why don't you? <laughs> but today we've got a very special guest with us. Mm. No, it's not only just us two in the studio, but we have Lachlan. Ben has been here every episode <laughs> and you keep saying that as if he's not in the room. Okay, well, sometimes techies just want to be hidden. Not Ben. He wants to be front and center. <laughs> He's got a mic in front of him, so clearly he wants to be known. <laughs> but yes, we have Benjamin Trainer, our wonderful producer, who's been uh, doing the hard yards this t- this uh, series. But also, we've got Lachlan McLean. Hello. Applause. Hello. Applause. Thank you. Thank you. It's a privilege. <laughs> it's good to have you. It's good to have you in the studio, Lockie. Thank you. So Lachlan uh, has been behind the scenes preparing the content uh, of this episode. We are doing image, but we'll talk about that a little later. Mm. So it's awesome to have him in the studio, uh, especially when we're talking about this topic, because he is a wonderful image. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of a specimen, if you will. That's why we brought you in. I mean, we should have done video. Just to look at? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Making him feel horrendously uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh no! But uh, we, as we said, this is the last episode of this series. We've been doing idols for twelve episodes, uh, eleven different idols, um, and I thought we'd just start off by recapping what we've been what we've been learning over the last twelve episodes. Because I know myself, I've I've learned so much and been absolutely convicted, absolutely smashed by God over mm. the last you know five or six months as we've been researching. So, Sammy, what do you think is the number one thing or the couple of things that you have been been convicted of these series? Um, so many different things. It's I've been convicted over so many that it's hard to choose a favorite. Um, one of the episodes that was huge for me was the success episode. I think leading up to that, I recognized how how much I idolized success. And you know, if you listen to that episode. You'll know that who pretty much wrecked me. Yeah. Um, approval and control. I mean, a lot of these um, outward fo- outward facing kind of idols um, just got really smashed about them. You know, um, and it's it's been amazing to see kind of the product of of recognizing that I do have a propensity to worship these things in my own life, and you know, whenever I feel like. I'm trying to grab onto control in, you know, if I feel overwhelmed at work or something, I'm like, okay, I've got to grab control. And I'm like, no, I don't have to grab for control. That's yeah. my idol. I need to give it over to the Lord. And, um, you know, so it's, God has really worked in, in my heart during yeah. this season. And particularly, uh, we, we talked about this. <laughs> we were surprised as to how much we worshiped Almost all of these. <laughs> you thought we were good. Like, you know what? We're, we're running the podcast. We'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be we'll be <laughs> sweet. And probably um, we both got just smashed. And what I've recognized is what's so funny? <laughs> Lucky stomach. Just <laughs> <laughs> no good. No good. <laughs> 
what, what's happening? Are you, are you hungry? You want a I'm, snack? I'm, I'm well fed. Wait, no, I'm <laughs> come in here as a guest and do that. <laughs> Just come in here on our podcast and decide oh, to so growl. Good. That's so good. That's so good. That's hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, m- moving on. Um, you know, talk. It's it's a question of worship, right? So, if we're a temple. Uh, created to worship God and we've erected all of these different idols. We're not worshiping God when it comes to control, approval, all of these different things. What I've recognized is my life has become more worshipful as a result of kind of dealing with these idols. Yeah. So it's been a great journey. Awesome. Yeah. That's, and that's a, that's the thing for me. Uh, the two, the two biggest one were control and obviously approval. Um, and if you go back and listen to the approval one, um, I literally have been over the last two years been absolutely smashed by God when it came to approval and wanting the approval of people mm. um, to the point where I ended up crying in someone's office, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so for the last two years, that's like that's God has been taking me on a journey um, with that in general. And then to record that podcast and to go through that, I was just a yeah, it sort of moved that conviction into action a little bit mm. um, for me, which is awesome. Uh, and then when it came to control, I think the the one thing Ashley Joe said, and that, it was a phenomenal episode. Um, the one thing she was saying is, who would you rather be in control? You know, someone who has a life expectancy of you know eighty five to ninety years, or the God who was the creator of the universe, the creator of you yourself, and is infinite in power, knowledge, etc. Mm. Right. And just listening to that and listening back to that, I was just like, it's so simple. Yet we we slip back into wanting mm. control over our lives. Yeah, let me ask you, because there's been a few instances since recording an episode where you felt out of control, <laughs> right? True. And you've really had to wrestle with this. Yeah. How have you um, changed the way that you yeah. relate to God in that? Yeah, so I guess the last couple of weeks, the last couple of months have been... Uh, thinking about you know what role I want in my career, mm. uh, there's been a couple of job opportunities come up, um, and uh, you know three years ago if that if that was the case, I'd just be thinking okay, what's going to give me the most money, what's going to give me the most status, you know things like that, and picking it based on that. Uh, but the last couple of months, um, I think purely because of the podcast, um, I really really devoted that decision to prayer. And it's, I sound all high and mighty. Oh, I just prayed and God gave him the answer. Mm. And he really didn't give me, like he didn't, right. he didn't just go, Josh, pick this. You know, <laughs> yeah. he, it was just a sense of contentment mm. with the decision rather than me trying to you know, work it out for myself. So in that regard, um, that's how that conviction has led uh, into, for me into action mm. uh, by when a, when a decision comes up, particularly a big life decision, committing that to prayer and consistent prayer rather than just, oh, praying once, God, please give me the answer. But every single day I was I started writing my prayers down in my journal um, and, and that was really helpful for me. Again, it just gave me a sense of contentment with that decision. It wasn't a definitive answer, but just some contentment with that. So that's us. Uh, Lachlan. Yes. Have you been listening to the podcast? I have been listening to the podcast. Well done. That's the first Thank tick. You. So a tick of yeah. approval. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so just talk us through what you've learned over the last couple of uh, months. Um, I guess the one that st- stood out for me as well is that approval thing. Um, just having the my, my worth seen in what other people think of me. And mm. I think um, just... Having that brought to my, brought to the, the fore is was just, 
yeah, I, I listened to the podcast on the way to school and just yeah. hearing that before you stand in front of a whole group of kids <laughs> is, mm. um, yeah, Beneficial. it's powerful. Yeah. And it just resets your whole mind. And yeah. I, I think um, since then, just having that in the back of my head when when I approach relationships, approach um, my job as a teacher. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. as, as teachers it's... It's so easy just to try and get the approval of your students mm. rather than being their teacher. Actually do your job. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Serve the kids. Exactly. But like, that's the thing. And particularly being a high school teacher as well, where the students are a bit older mm. and, you know, they, it's it's easy to slip, slip into that, mm. you know, wanting their approval rather than saying, actually, no, I'm your teacher. It doesn't yeah. really care what you think of me. It doesn't yeah. matter what you think of me type of mm. thing. Um, well, that's, that's sort of what we've learned. And I hope you guys... Uh, listening have have learned heaps throughout this series throughout the last 11 episodes uh, on in terms of idolatry and you know has it a guess that you know uh, approval and control were probably the the, the biggest ones because they're the mm. biggest things that slip into our culture is we just want to make our own decisions about our life so that we can gain the benefits right and so mm. hopefully you you have learned heaps throughout this series and uh we'd love to hear your thoughts as well so uh, let us know if you see us around church or um, comment you know, below comment below in itunes add us a little five stars you know <laughs> um or rating so Let's get straight into the, the idol that we're looking at today. It's the last idol we're looking at, obviously, and we're looking at image. And the mm. reason why we picked this last is, firstly, luck, but secondly... <laughs> <laughs> luck? What are you talking about? We're Christians. That's, that's true. God that's, has ordained it this way. It's Because he's sovereign. It's true. That's true. I'm sorry. Mate, you're a theological lightweight. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, I think this when we're thinking about this, when we're researching this, it really just combines everything we've looked at mm. all into one. Um, and because yeah. the reason why we worship mm. other things rather than God is because we want to look good. We want to uh, present a, an identity to the world that is pleasing. Mm. And so that's what we're going to be looking at is image. So Sammy, do you want us to give us a quick intro into what image is when we're talking about idolatry? Yeah. Um, out, outside of... Outside of idolatry, um, an image there's there there is a couple of different ways to define it. Um, one is kind of like an an outward representation of an identity. You know, it's um, like if if you want to image Beyonce to the world, we're just listening to Beyonce's new song. <laughs> Was it actually Was Beyonce? It it's a good track. It's in the Lion King soundtrack. Oh, oh sweet. Blue. So, and Blue Ivy was in it. That's cute. Yeah, it, good time. So, for example, if you want to image Beyonce to the world, you're going to dress like Beyonce and dance like yeah. Beyonce and look like Beyonce so that people would look at you and know a little bit more about who Beyonce is. You know, So um, it's that's kind of like it's an outward representation of some form of identity that you want to portray to the world. Um it's also a perception about how you are viewed by others. So the image that we want to portray um, is is something that we can cultivate. I mean, a lot of us try and cultivate an image, curate an image, yeah. dress a certain way, speak a certain way, um, so that we are presenting an image of ourselves to the world that we want people to perceive us as. Yeah, and we sort of we're living, we're trying to live to the standards of the world and what society says is good. Mm. Um, I think that's the, the biggest thing when it comes to image is 
when we idolize it, we're trying to live up to the standards that humanity says is good mm. rather than saying living up to the standards that God says is good, mm. right? We're trying to live up to the standards that humanity says. And the problem with that, we're chatting about this before, the problem with that is those standards always change. Yeah. Uh, so the standards 50 years ago when it came to beauty or sexuality or, or anything like that are completely different to they are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so how are you ever going to attain the perfect image, you know, sustain the perfect image over the long run when those standards are always changing? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of insecurity and anxiety and social, particularly social anxiety where we feel like there is an image of ourselves that we wish that we were. Yeah. And, you know, we walk into a social situation and maybe have this deep awareness that we're not in reality who we want people to think that we are, you know, so we walk in and be like, Oh, I want to be beautiful because people are going to accept me if I'm beautiful or, or handsome. And we go, yeah, but you know, today I don't feel beautiful. I don't feel handsome. And so I'm insecure because I'm not presenting an image of who I want to be. Um, and that's a lot of people wrestle with, with this idea of image because it's, um, it's probably one of the biggest idols in our culture Yeah, is this idea of image. Yeah, exactly. And it, as we said, it just combines all the idols we're looking at, mm-hmm. we've looked at into one. Um, in terms of people want a relationship so people can perceive them as, you know, they're, you know they've got game or whatever. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> people want, you know, approval. People want um, all these things that we've been looking at so that they're portraying something that is, um, you know, beneficial for those who are looking on right Mm. um to gain status to gain power what what have you well we're going to take a little break from our episode to do something unprecedented never never seen before we're going to call someone live in the studio live Mm. on air and uh who are we going to call we're going to call a fan of the show matthew sibley (laughs) uh what is he not a fan of the show that's funny when you say that a fan of the show uh, Matt Sibley. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yeah. And an amazing servant of God, Matthew Sibley. We're going to call him and uh, see what he's doing so. this morning. Come on, mate. Oh, he's done. Oh, he's got to scream me. He's probably in bed. <gasps> no, he woke up. Well, you know, you guys been keeping him. Yes, he messaged me. <laughs> hey, bro. Matt Sibley, it's Josh Mann from the Generation Podcast. You're live on air. Josh man, how are you? This is, this is not a prank, Sibley. You're actually live on air. <laughs> Doing, brother. Really? I'm yeah, on the airwaves. Yeah, you're, yeah. On, you're on the airwaves. Um, just just uh, trying to get your thoughts on the Generation Podcast. The Generation Mate, Podcast is fantastic. Favourite episode um, so far? Uh, favourite episode? Geez, that's a tough one. I thought sex was a good one. Um, I thought the power and control ones are good, um, ones that challenge me. Um, and the ones where Ben Turner speaks up are a personal highlight. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. Uh, no uh, so you're a, you're a hotshot lawyer as well, Matthew Sibley. <laughs> like to think so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was the last? Where, if, if you can answer this, can you say the last subpoena you handed out? The last subpoena. Um, I issued one, I think, last week, perhaps on a Monday, um, <laughs> for a psychologist. I actually personally served New South Wales Police the other day, which was interesting. Um, but yeah, those are the ways to be. We're allowed to edit. <laughs> what did they do? 
What did they do? They just said, (laughs) they they were fine. They were just like, hey, mate, how you going? And I turned to the front desk and then they just, I said, oh, I've got a subpoena here. And they said, all right. And I said, can you accept services? And they said, yeah, no worries. Put them in the subpoena box. Have a great day, mate. Subpoena <laughs> <laughs> box. Subpoena <laughs> box. If there's a topic that you'd want us to, the, the boys to explore for another season down the road, um, what do you reckon? What's something that um, this generation you reckon should explore? Uh, oh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Um, I think I'll have to get back to you on that one. <laughs> I think Isles has been good. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think for a future season. I'll, I'll have to have a think on that. Nice and uh, shoot me a text, bro. We know we know you're you're a very good uh, speaker and you love being put on the spot. So uh, can you please give us an outro to this podcast? Just you know, thank the thank the people for listening and uh, intro us or outro us uh, for this episode. <laughs> what what is this episode? Um, well, in, it's it's going back to the episode, yeah. so it's that it's an outro out of this segment mm. back into the episode. Oh, I, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Uh, well, it's been great to chat to you, Matt. Nice to hear about the penis been filing and um, the most encouraging episodes that you've heard. We'll hopefully we hear some more Ben Trier in future episodes and uh, back to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks. Fantastic. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, so when we look at culture, uh, there's a couple of ways that we see this playing out in culture. But um, Lockie, what do you reckon is you know the the, the main sort of area that we see this image, the idol of imagery or image, sorry, uh, playing out in our culture? I guess um, the whole social media thing. Yeah. Where, like, if I look at Instagram, it's it's completely set up to for you to show your best self and mm. for people to see your best self. And so generally you don't post about the bad, the mundane Mm. sort of things in your life. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so social media is a big platform that you you see status and power play out. Do you think Mm. it's like, has social media just enhanced this idol and like is it fuel Mm. for this idol or is it just we would have found another way of portraying ourselves anyway? I don't necessarily think that it has made it any bigger. I just... Think it's brought it to light. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say it's more prevalent. You know, it like Lockie said, it it kind of gives us a a form of taking it up a notch. Mm. Yeah, you know, a platform, a platform. Um, and the the social media thing is when you when you think about it, it's really it's really interesting. Like when it when it comes to this idea of um image as an idol we need to talk about worship right and we actually need to do a little bit of background digging behind our culture to understand how much of an idol this is in our culture so for example and we were talking about this during the week if you go back you know a couple of thousand years into pagan cultures um, almost all cultures had temples and people would go and worship in the temple, right? So they would, you know, um, and temple was open all day and they'd go in and they'd have their gods and they would worship these gods through um, prayers and, and sacrifices and all of these things. Now, almost all of these gods, in fact, I think all of the pagan gods had images of their god in the temple that you would worship. So they would have uh, a shrine 
or you know a wooden or a stone carving of yeah. the god um, on an altar in this temple. Now the that was an image that represented that god, and it was believed that the god would actually inhabit that image. Right now. That was what worship looked like in yeah. ancient pagan cultures. So they'd go into the temple, they'd see a, a physical image, image of the god, and they'd worship that physical. They would image. worship that worship that physical image. Now, the Christian or the sorry, the Jewish temple didn't have an image in it of a god. Yeah, well, that's really interesting. That's really rare. Jewish um, temples would have been the only temple without an image of their god in the temple, right? Now, what is the image of God? That's like what you, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a rhetorical no, question. It's not, it's not rhetorical. Yeah. Like, w- what is the image of God? Yeah. Well, it's like when you narrow it down, you know, God is love, right? But then the image of God we see in Ezekiel is just like, he's just light shining and just ho- pure holiness, pure otherness that we can't comprehend, right? But you can't narrow that down into one physical image. But- if you bring it back to creation, yeah, we are made in God's image. Yeah, it's true. So that's that's the thing. We are the image of God. Mm. Whoa, weird. So uh, Eden is a temple, right? It's it's like the the inner sanctuary of the of the cosmic temple. So God has actually created Earth as a temple, right, of His inhabitants. Now, what is the image of God in His temple? You and me. Yeah, okay. Okay, so good. we are the image in the temple. The reason that God's temple doesn't have an image is because it has us. So we are supposed to image God yeah. to the world. Yeah. Okay, that's really interesting. Um, now, if you have that in the back of your mind, it means that we were created to image our God to the world. Correct. Now, if if I were to say to you, Josh... Would would you believe it if I said that about 3 billion people on this planet have a shrine and in that shrine is an image of themselves and they spend several hours a day curating that image of themselves, um, perfecting that image of themselves, um, creating a, a beautiful space that properly represents this image of themselves, so that people can come to that shrine and then worship that image. Three billion people. Yeah, wow. Would you believe it? No, not really. No. Now, what is our Instagram page? Little shrines. It's a little, like, if you think <laughs> about it, it's kind of like a little shrine. We have a page that's devoted to me. Yeah. And I spend time working on getting the right profile picture, the right little description. I'm curating this image of myself so that I can portray this image that I want to present of me to the world so that people can come onto my page and spend time thinking about looking at me. That's good. Worshipping you. Worshipping me. Wow. So, but social media, we've just curated and created, particularly Instagram, created little shrines for one of the term of ourselves that people can look at and therefore worship us right and i i guess they're not it's not literally worshiping that person but by looking at it by liking it and by wanting to be that person mm-hmm. wanting to live up to their standards you you sort of are right and let's let's dig into this a little bit deeper what is worship 
right? Worship yeah. is ascribing worth to something. Yeah. Right? So the reason that we create these shrines is because we want people to ascribe worth to us. It feels good when someone comes on and likes that shrine, comments on that image that yeah. we've curated because it ascribes worth to us, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And so that's what's going on. Like we actually want people to ascribe worth to us because we don't feel like we have worth. worth. Now, the answer to not needing to do that is properly imaging God to the world. Because when we understand I wasn't created to be worshipped, for people to ascribe worth to my curated image of myself, I was actually created to worship God. Mm. Then we have this fulfillment and this satisfaction. And it doesn't matter if someone comes on and likes, ascribes worth to me. Yeah. Yep. So how, how, do we, how can we then redeem Social media then. Can we, like, is it just, oh, Christians shouldn't be on Instagram? Or is it, you know what? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> um, so I think a really helpful way to, to boil this down is whose image am I presenting to the world? Yeah. Am I trying to curate an image of me that is a perfect version of myself that I want people to see? Or am I trying to be authentic and image God to the world through this platform in the best way that I can. Yeah. Because if our job is to image God and not make up an image of ourselves, it means the, the mindset of going onto social media is I am here to image God to the world. So when they come and look at my page, they shouldn't think Sam's amazing. Sam goes to the gym all, time, all the time. <laughs> Sam eats great food all the time. Sam goes, goes on great holidays all the time. They should come on and say... Wow, it seems as if the most valuable thing in Sam's life is Jesus, yeah. right? And so they're actually going to—it's going to push their uh, their worship away from me and onto him. Yeah. Well, I think if if Instagram really is documenting what you're doing in your life, then if you're if you're living an authentic Christian life, people yep. will look at that and see God, right? Yeah. Interesting. But is Instagram documenting what you do in your life? No, not at the moment. Right. So you know, tell me about. Um, you're, you guys are teachers. The way that um, people are using Instagram at the moment, um, Josh, you were telling me the other day about, you know, you, yeah. you, like you kind of know um, people would take, you know, so many selfies, find the perfect one, yeah, they, spend time. Yeah, when I was um, uh, yeah, at, at school, I was, I, was, I was speaking to some girls who were talking about Instagram and what they what they're doing or what some people are doing it's probably not this is probably a generalized statement is yeah. they've got two accounts right they've got a private account that they they follow no one no one follows them mm -hmm. and they've got their public account where you know like they it's just their normal instagram account and before they post it on the instagram account that everyone can see they post it on this little private one that no one can see just to see how it would look in their feed mhm mm so they're taking it one step further. And when I heard this, I was just like, my mind was blown. I was like, what? like why do you need to do this? Why do you need to go, to go so far into just curating the perfect look? And that's how far teenagers are going, and not all, but yeah. some teenagers are going in this day and age in order to curate that perfect image so that people will look at them and, as you said, ascribe that worth. Yeah. Because deep down, and this is sad, deep down, they don't, get that worth from anything else. Right. 
Um, and the way we're bringing up our children and what I say at school is they get their worth from other people. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what the idol of image is. The idol of image is where it's a perception about how you are viewed by others when you live to their standard because they decide what is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the problem. The people are growing up trying to find the approval of others, living up to standards that other people set rather than the standard that the you know authority of God sets. Um, and we, when, we see, like, when we see this when people idolize beauty and, and wanting to portray the perfect look, mm. it just, that can just lead to you know, self-loathing and, and, and vanity. And we're thinking about self-loathing. Everyone's like, oh, you know, if I think I, you know, if I am a self-loathing, if I go into a room and go, oh, I don't look good today or, yeah. you know, I hate myself, I hate the way I look. That's still idolizing self. It's not just because you say I hate myself doesn't or I hate the way I look. That's not, that's not you know, uh, being humble or being mm, mm. Uh, not pride-filled. It's actually more, not more pride-filled, but it's still. It's still the same pr- like idol. Yeah. Still you know. focused on yourself. Yeah, you're still focused on yourself. And it's an idol if you're trusting in it to, to give you joy and, and worth. Exactly. So to, to break that down a little bit, like if you go into a room and it's a party and you, you're, you're like an ego maniac, like you're going in, you're like, I look so sick today. You know, people are going to want to have conversations with me. I'm the man. I have no insecurities confident it's like okay um you're putting your hope and your trust in the way that you look your your image that you're presenting to the world but if you go into a room you're like man i look terrible i can't even hold a conversation no one's going to want to come and speak to me blah 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 blah. we're actually still putting our faith in image yeah right and we think if only i were confident if only i were beautiful then I would have worth. It's still the same thing. Right. So humility, C.S. Lewis said, isn't thinking less of yourself. It's thinking about yourself less, right? So if you were to actually not... Thanks for the thumbs up on getting a quote right, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you were um, going into a room and not thinking or caring yeah. about that at all, then you're not worshipping image, Yeah. right? Yeah, and that, that's ultimately the goal. That's yeah. way easier said... Then done and yes, Lockie, you you sort of lived through yeah. this, right? Yeah. So um, I had some um, image issues when I was going through university. Um, it started all, all through high school. I'd been quite focused on my athletics, like mm. I, I run and I still do run, but um, it, it's the perception of people around me was that I was a successful runner and I was fast and I. And I needed to keep that perception of myself. And it came to a point in university when I wasn't getting any better. Mm. And I was and I was thinking to me, like, how what what can I do to make myself better? And so I was seeing I started focusing on myself and what I looked like and uh, I I moved from sprints to longer distance and I saw long distance runners and saw that they were skinnier than me. They were um they weren't carrying as much weight as me and I don't have the body type for a long distance runner. So what I did was I'd run about 10 to 20 kilometers a day and I wouldn't eat the, the food required for that exercise. Mm. 
and I kept on losing weight, losing weight. So I almost half my weight. Um, so bad, so that my grandma was heavier than me. Mm. And um, she's not a heavy woman. <laughs> um, yeah, and so it, w- it got to the point where everyone ar- around me that was close to me saw it and um, were worried about me. But because I was so involved in myself, so obsessed with getting that perf- perfect physique, I... Um, I lost myself and I'm, I diagnosed um, anorexia athletica, which is mm. just basically what it was. It was doing too much exercise, not eating enough. Yeah. And that moved into bulimia as well, but that's another story. But um, God pulled me out of that, mm. like through the people around me, through... I don't know. He was just yeah. worked powerfully through people and praise God, I got through that. Mm. Awesome. That's the thing. Like, and the reason why you went through that is because you were so concerned about how other, people's, how other people viewed yeah. you, right? 100%. It was, it was perception of others that was influencing the way that I was thinking about myself. Yeah. And then so you had to do these things in order to keep that perception. Yeah. And that led you to a downward spiral yeah. Um, where thank God and praise God that, you know, you're out of that and yeah. that he has redeemed you from uh, that situation. Um, but I think you also is, is really, really powerful into speaking into this exact mm. idol of this mm. is how, what can happen, you know, it's, and it's not, it's not any fault of, of Lachlan's. It's, it's literally just the world and the, the message, message that the world is sending us that you have to look a certain way. Mm. That you have to do this. You have to, if you want to be a long distance runner, you got to look like this. If you want to be, you know, uh, you know, the best, I don't know, musician, you got to look like this. If you want to be a supermodel, you have to be yeah, ten foot tall and <laughs> thick thing. Yeah, mm. exactly. And it's leading people. It's literally leading people into severe mental health issues and uh, and physical health issues mm. um, because of that. Those messages that the world is sending us that we're just eating up. Mm. Um, and I think all of us, we, we'd lie to ourselves if we're saying, if we said that, you know, none of, if, if you said, you know, I, I don't struggle with image because we all do, mm. whether you like it or not growing up in the 21st century, mm. you struggle with image, uh, to in different, in varying extents, but we all struggle with image. I think deep down the base sin is pride. Mm. Um, and that we, we want to portray the best image of ourselves so that people will look at us and so we would be filled with, you know what, I'm pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know? And interestingly enough, this was the sin of Satan, right? Yeah. Mm. Like this is how Satan fell. Mm. He wanted to be good. Yeah, he, he started worshipping himself. You know, he was, uh, he was an, 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 he is an angel um, in, in heaven. I think people say that he was like in charge of the music or something and he was, you know, really beautiful. And he started to um, have this root of pride in him that thought, I'm, I'm pretty good. People should start to follow me. I'm really beautiful. And then he started to um, take glory, well, try to take glory away from God, you know, and lead a rebellion yeah. against God and get people to start to follow him. Um, God threw him out of heaven. You know, because 
that's that's sinful um and that was um the sin of pride and you know that's the root of all evil you know it's the root of all sin is this sense of pride Mm. because what it's rooted in really is i know better than god you know god tells me that my worth doesn't come from this but i know better I know better than God. God tells me that I won't be satisfied, but I know better. And so that's really what the root of pride is started in the Garden of Eden. You know, you know, snake says to to Eve, you know, that think God's holding out on you. Did he really say that, you know, uh, God might be lying. God might, you know, you need to elevate you so that you can be on the same level as God. So it's a sin of pride. And I think that that's really what is behind um, particularly this this sin of image. Yeah, exactly. And I think you've hit the nail on the head that it actually is pride. And we saw it in the Garden of Eden. We saw that with Satan, how he fell. But then we contrast that with what we see in the man of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it's just unbelievably, ridiculously the other direction. Mm. Um, I'm going to read Isaiah 53. And this just this is just hits the nail on the head of, of how who we should be following when we're looking at image. Uh, This is talking about Jesus. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and we held him in low esteem. That's the man of Jesus. Mm. This is the guy who has the most influence, who has had the most influence over the world in history, mm. yet he was despised. He had nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. Mm. It's the complete opposite of what we're trying to attain. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, Jesus died the most shameful death known in that time the most shameful, humiliating way to die was on a cross. And Jesus embraced the cross. You know, it's it's amazing. Yeah. And and that is why Jesus is such good news for us. Yeah. Right? Because he 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 didn't have any worth, worldly worth, that is. Obviously he had all the worth because he was God himself. Mm, mm. But in the eyes of the world, he was nothing. In the eyes of the world, he came. He was a baby in a trough, you know, with animals and poo everywhere. Right? In the eyes of the world, people looked at that image and go, "This guy has nothing." Mm. When he was hanging on the cross, bleeding, and you know, with hardly any flesh left on his body because he'd been beaten, he'd been spat on, he looked like he had lost. Right? Mm. In the eyes of the world, he was nothing. Yet, mm. and yet, he was the image of the invisible God. Yeah. In that moment, more than any other moment. As he laid down his life for us, which shows us that we have this idea of image yeah. totally backwards. It's completely skewed. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. And to really to really combat this issue of this idol of image is we just we really need to take a leaf out of Jesus' book and shift our focus from self-centered, from an earthly view, where we put ourselves first, right? And fo- start focusing on God. Mm. Start focusing on a on a kingdom perspective where we represent God and not ourselves. Because mm. we said that image is the way that we 
an identity that we present to the world. So whose identity do we want to present? Mm-hmm. Do you want to present your identity or do you want to present your identity found in Christ? Mm. And that's what it comes down to. What image are you presenting to the world? Mm. Something that will make you look good, something that, that will puff you up, or something that will reflect the, the goodness and the graciousness of God. Mm. And that's all it comes down to, Yeah, um, is what image are you portraying to the world? Mm. Is there anything you wanted to say to, to wrap that up, Sammy? Um, no, that's brilliant. Let's leave it there at Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you have you have to leave it at Jesus, particularly Absolutely. when it comes to image and with all, like all these idols, Jesus has redeemed them, mm. and all we have to do is trust in Him. Yeah. Um. So thank you so much uh, for for listening today. Thanks, Lachlan, for uh, coming and sharing, but also for researching this. It's it's been awesome to to chat through this and mm. uh, and really look at why we idolize image yeah why we as humanity keep falling to this trap rather mm. than looking having a kingdom focus mm. um so thanks so much mate but that's us for the series what a journey we are done what a journey 12 episodes 11 idols yeah hopefully people have learned a lot about who god is mm. and if you haven't we're sorry <laughs> <laughs> maybe listen to it again <laughs> <laughs> exactly but really the, the the focus of this podcast was to get you guys to understand and to get for us to understand how good god is mm. and that god is so much better than anything the world can throw at us yeah god is so much better so much greater than anything that you can idolize in this world yeah and that's what we wanted to that's what we wanted to, uh, mm. you really to get off so thank you so much uh, for listening, guys, thank you if you've listened to all 12 episodes. That's awesome. Mm. If you haven't listened to ev- all 12, please go back, <laughs> listen to some, because we're hoping that God can really work through uh, those episodes into your heart to really mm. change, change your heart. Because we've found when we've been convicted, when we've changed, it has transformed our worship, yeah. revolutionized our worship. So we hope that you that'll do the exact same for you guys mm. as well. Uh, So thanks so much for listening to this season. Uh, We have a next season coming up. It's a short season uh, later this year. Uh, And so please subscribe to this podcast to get updated on that. Mm. Uh, This season is very much related to sex and the last episode uh, we looked at. And we had so much feedback from that episode on sex uh, that we thought we'd do a short season at the end of this year uh, looking at sex and pornography and the impact that pornography is having Mm. uh, on the Christian faith and on the world in general so subscribe tune in it's going to be an amazing series uh so that'll be later this year but after that we thank you have a great have a great day have a great time thank you so much for listening and remember renewal in our generation must start with a renewal of our hearts